Brought to you by Make Fun Network. You're listening to This Rule, This Sucks on the Make Fun Network. I'm here with just Matt. That's me. Fro's dead. Yeah. We had a funeral and everything. Yeah, he's gone. So R.I.P. Fro. Uh, soon he will be resurrected and back. But until then, he's dead. Dead serious about this week's topic. <laughs> um, actually, it's part of the reason why we're doing this uh, topic, because I don't think he's watched it. Really? Um, no, because remember last we were talking about Rise of Skywalker on the last episode and he said he hadn't watched The Mandalorian yet? Oh, yeah. Um, I don't think that's changed. What, he hasn't mentioned it. I'll put is, it this way. What does he got to do that's so dang important? I don't know. He's doing stuff. You can't ask him that question. He'll lose his fucking mind. What kind of stuff do you watch? What do you mean? Do you, do you watch a lot of... You watch a lot of television shows? You go to movies? Uh, yeah. I mean, because I, I, I know, I know. You, you know, we see the big prestige pictures. You know, the Star Wars and the Marvel. Yeah, yeah, thing. that's true. I don't. You know what? I don't go to a movies as much as I wish I did. Yeah, I do like movies a lot. I wish I went more often. I just, uh, at this point, a movie to me is like a big event. <laughs> yeah. So I only go to like the big prestige pictures because to me, it's like a. I put like I'll compare it to this. When I was younger, I went to big concerts and I went to shows every weekend. Yeah. Right. Now I just go to big concerts. Now for movies, I just go to big movies. I don't go to the movie every every week. And or do anything you, like do that. you like catch movies at home a lot, or you you know I know you play a lot of Overwatch. Do you do you I, and the misses? You and the misses have some shows that you watch together. Yeah, you know what I haven't done. I haven't watched a movie by myself, and I can't even remember one. Really, I can't even tell you the last time I was like, you know what, I want to watch this movie. For for some reason, for me, I have to like enjoy the movie with somebody else. I think that, you know, it sounds counterintuitive, but I think that watching a movie is a communal thing because part of it is the reaction and then yeah. also like talking about it. I think that we get a better understanding of movies when we talk about it and like are able to, because it puts it in a different context when you have to talk about it. Like I I think about movies differently when I have to talk about it with somebody, especially like on the show. Right. I hear you. I agree. I see a lot of movies. Yeah, um, you watch too many. And it's, you're always by yourself, just not doing anything. <laughs> and well, and it's also, um, you know, it's it's like what do they call it? Oscar season? So all like the the like Oscar hopeful movies are around this time. So you think uh, you think award shows are are no longer needed? I do not like award shows. You don't uh, like them? Did I don't you? like them at all. I think I think they had much more of a place back in the day when entertainment was uh, more scarce and. Um, it wasn't so easily accessible. Now I feel like everything's so saturated. Yeah, that I think it's kind of. Yeah, I mean, I think the the Oscars. My understanding is that like they wanted to like pat themselves on the back for being right. awesome, and people. And but that was like another part of entertainment was people would like watch all the watch all the movie stars do yeah. their thing. But I really couldn't care less. the The thing for me is like, you know, the people release the movies that they think are like the best. Of like the the what Oscars considers to be the best around this time. So like the Little Women's in the 1917 and uh, I saw Marriage Story recently. Uh, I saw that on Netflix. Um, so I've been watching a lot of those kinds of movies. I'm going to see 1917 tonight. What is it? Like the <laughs> the it. more song. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> it's it. 
Why is it? What's uh, nineteen seventeen about? I don't even know what it is. Nineteen seventeen is the World War One, uh, directed by Sam Mendes, who did a couple of the recent Bond films, and it's all done in like one long take, like a Birdman kind of thing. Uh, oh, and it, it's these two guys, like the Mr. Crinkle video from Primus. I do not recall that video. I'm sorry. It's one shot. Um, but so they've got to travel from one front line of the battle to another to like pass on a really important message. And if they don't, thousands of people are going to die. And, and it's all done in one take. I mean, one shot. It, it, you know, obviously they use some trickery. No, I don't want to hear. I don't, <laughs> I don't know that. Yes. All in one shot. They just hit play and they went. Is that true? <laughs> sure yeah because there's a movie that did that yeah veronica and it's not good is it the ballet movie no is, is, there, a, is there like a russian thing is it russian there's a movie called i think it's called veronica and it's like a crime movie and they do it all literally in one take and it's not good it's not good I, I, when i worked at blockbuster forever ago um there was a movie and i was like i never saw it but like on the cover like that's what it was about have you never seen birdman no so Birdman, the idea behind Birdman is it's all done in one take. And they do like tricks to make it happen. So like, you know, they'll pass, the camera will move past something really, really dark so they can do a cut and then move off. Uh, or like, we'll go to the sky and then come back down. Uh, so it looks like it's one and it never, like, there's never a cut. Oh, uh, even though there are. There are. I don't like that. I want to see one thing. Well. Do it. <laughs> the Mr. Crinkle video does it. You should watch Birdman because it's really good. I know. It's on my list. I've downloaded it and uh, to watch it like five times. I just never have. Yeah, it's it's really good. And like if you think about it as Michael Keaton and Batman, it's even better. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to watch it. I'll have to watch it. Because you know how good Michael Keaton was in as Vulture. Oh, my God. He's Give a, me more of that. He's an incredible performer. So. He is. Good for him. So we're talking about The Mandalorian. Yeah, so uh, this is going to be spoiler heavy. If you haven't watched The Mandalorian yet, uh, I'm going to give you your official This Rules This Sucks spoiler alert right now. LOL! <laughs> LOL! LOL! What? It's supposed, be, it's supposed to be LOL. 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 Yeah. Bye, Felicia. Uh, yep. Kobe. There you go. I don't get it. Uh, oh, yeah. I also saw Uncut Gems. You seen Uncut Gems? No, I want to, though. Is that. it as good as people say? Yes. Really? Adam Sandler is incredible. Really? It rules. Hard rules. Fuck. I'll have to see it. Such a, a, a full of surprises and great performance. Okay. All right. So Mandalorian. Yes, the Mandalorian. So you didn't watch it right from the get-go. You waited till there were a couple of episodes available, right? Yeah, not for any. I just just for scheduling reasons. It yeah. was I wasn't like trying to do something. So did you um, did you still watch them one at a time, or did you binge a couple? Uh, I think I binged like the first two. I think I was like two okay. weeks in. Oh, so that's not that bad. Yeah. And were you like grabbed right away by it, or did it take a little? Like, was it kind of a slow burn? No, I lo- I I loved it right from the get go. Um, so obviously my fucking <laughs> my my critique here is that I think it rules. Um, so right from the get go, just, all right, episode one. Okay. Let's just try to go episode by episode for the sake of it. Chapter one. Chapter one. Uh, yeah. Chapter one It's the, uh, the premiere and, uh, you're, you're introduced to the world that you already know, right? That I think is my favorite part is they did such a good job of showing you a new part of a world. You already know everything about. 
um, which I think is very, very cool. It's like a, a, it's like pulling the curtain back on a door you didn't know was there. And I thought that was awesome. Aesthetically, I thought it was incredible. I loved, uh, Mandalorians are fucking rad. They're awesome. The look is amazing. I liked learning more about the, like the, the creed of the Mandalorian. This is the way. This, this is the way. Um, and they were like, uh, I heard like some, not criticisms, but concerns about like, you know, how do you do a show about a guy in a mask, right? How can they emote? <laughs> I, I knew when he was upset, when he was concerned. I knew when he was happy. I knew when he was angry. So it makes me think of a couple of things. So there's the Spider-Man 1 problem. There's the scene at the at, towards the end of Spider-Man 1 where it's the Green Goblin talking to Spider-Man on the rooftop. And it's just like two talking heads with no... It looks like a almost like a comic strip because yeah. neither of them can act at all in the big costumes that they have. Yeah. And so that's why in the later Spider-Man movies, he's always taking his mask off. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, the Green Goblin mask is even worse because it's like a face. Yeah, it's made out of anything. plastic, yeah. Um, and then with the... Um, with the X-Men movies, they like sideline Cyclops a lot because they felt that because you couldn't see his eyes, the audience audiences wouldn't connect with him, Huh? which I think is kind of dumb because I think that this shows that obviously that can happen. But, yeah. So for me, I, I watched the first episode and I was like, oh, that was fucking cool. IG-11 was cool. Oh, yeah. Man. Because the thing about, I, just to jump off that real quick, you don't see... The IG units or a lot of like the side characters in Star Wars do anything. They tell you like you should like this is a big deal or this person is like dangerous or whatever, but you never see much about it. Then you fucking come to this show and it's like, oh, an IG unit. And then you see what it does. It's like like, spinning around shooting everyone. I was like, oh, man, I am fucking sold on IG units. Yeah, (laughs) that that is an awesome droid. And um, and. The, then the first episode ends with this Baby Yoda thing, obviously, before uh, it, it became the, the meme of 2019. Um, and I was like, wow, that thing was fucking cute. And so I was like, all right, first episode, I'm sold. I love it. IG-88's 57 Chevy. You never heard that song by mm-hmm. MC Chris, my boy? <laughs> no. Yeah, it's good. Um, and But then... For me, there was like a middle period of episodes where it was very episodic, very like space western where he like shows up at a town, does a thing, and then moves on to the next town. And I was like, oh, maybe I don't like this show and maybe I'm only watching it because Baby Yoda is hilarious. So I also heard of those criticisms. I heard about uh, particularly the episode with Bill Burr in it, uh, which essentially was like a heist. Yeah, the heist. Um, (laughs) And people like people were heavily critical of it. I actually loved it. You know why I loved it? Because we, uh, in the age of like things being, uh, you know, binge watched and things like that, the the monster of the week episode is has died quite a bit. Um, and I I didn't know I missed them. I didn't know that I missed those yeah. types of episodes from shows because we're so used to watching a Game of Thrones where everything everything moves matters, yeah. in everything versus when you think about other shows that ran forever that had both, right? The one that comes to mind, The X-Files, right? The X-Files, wildly successful show. It was awesome. It had its overarching narrative, but 
you couldn't do that week to week, right? So you had a Monster of the Week episode. You have a Monster of the Week episode. Yeah, and they you can do like, that for 30 episodes a year. <laughs> no. So there were self-contained episodes. And I really enjoyed that because um, it's it's just it's just n- nice to me. It was it was like reminiscent of an of the old way of enjoying a TV show. Yeah, I, I think so. What what happened for me is that there was that middle period where I felt like that, and I was still watching it, but I wasn't as engaged. And then I got pulled back in towards the end of this season, one of the last two episodes or something. There's something happened. I was like, all right, I'm totally bought in, and it made me, I think, recontextualize those episodes and been like, you know what? Yeah. It, I, the idea of him showing up at a town and being doing a very westerny thing when they fought the 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 ATST Walker was, yeah it, cool. it it builds up the main character as being competent or worthy of the reputation that you're supposed to believe yeah and he has a great arc in the season in the season two of like you know uh the when he fails and tries again or how he thinks his way through different things and you can see it build up throughout the season. Um, you know, and, and it's almost represented as like his, you know, his armor gets better and then he gets another weapon and then it, yeah. he gets the jetpack. <laughs> yeah. It's like watching an, an RPG. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so for me, I, I heard about the episode and they were like, you know, it, big miss on this episode and everyone's like, oh, billboard's got a Boston accent in space. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, which is awesome. That's how he talks. Who gives a shit? Um, also, you know, it's Bill Burr. Like, there's a little bit of, like, concession you need to make when you watch a show like that. And it's like, if they're going to have, like, guest stars on there, it's like, okay. That's, <laughs> you know this this star to be this way. They just happen to be in the show now. <laughs> like, I don't know what, the, what to say to that. It didn't pull me out of it. It was like, oh, Bill Burr's playing this thing. What's the story <laughs> here? Oh, they're on a heist. Oh, they turned on them. They're bad people. Okay, cool. Yeah. I've never pulled out by Bill Burr because, I, I, you know, he's, he's just another actor. Like Exactly. I don't get pulled out of a movie when I see that Brad Pitt's in it. Yeah. Is that when I'm like, oh, my God, he's so attractive. Oh, my God. Look at those abs. Oh, my goodness. Um, I was really... So, so I was afraid that I wouldn't be interested in the whole... Because, like, I think Star Wars fans mythologize Boba Fett. Yeah. And I was like, ah, I don't really care about Boba Fett. But... The show made you interested in the whole backstory and the world building of the Mandalorians themselves. Like, oh man, like the whole that they have that code that, and and the way they did that and the way they work together and how they never show their face and how they wouldn't be able to put the helmet back on if they took it off for somebody and uh, like hell was, yeah, I, that really built and felt real and like pulls me pulled me really into it. Let me ask you this because I had a bit of a problem with this. There's an episode where he takes his helmet off. What do you? How'd you feel about that? When he when he took it off for IG eleven, yeah. At the end, yeah. Um, I mean, he was gonna die. Okay. He's got to take it off to eat. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I understand the logic <laughs> that it comes off from time to time. I'm not just not for a person. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't like that. Bothered me a little bit because I was like, don't ever take his helmet off. Yeah, ever for for us as the viewer, as the viewer, right? I saw it and I was like. And, and I knew the actor that was playing him. And then I saw him. I was like, oh, it's that fucking guy? <laughs> That's exactly how I was, too. Because I love Narcos. I talk about the show all the time. Yeah. And he's in Narcos. And I loved him in it. Uh, Agent Pena. And I was like, I don't know who Pedro Pascal is. I, 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 okay. Everyone's like, whatever. And then they, <laughs> when, and they I, when I saw who I was, I was like, oh, 
Agent Penny. I I was like, wait, was he in? Wasn't he in some other Star Wars thing? I was like, oh no, I just know his face because he's. <laughs> yeah, he's also I think Oberon. I think his name from Game of Thrones. Uh, uh, because he gets his head squished by the mountain. Is everyone? Everyone dies in. Yeah, but he got he dies in a brutal way. He literally gets his head grabbed by that giant guy, and then it just explodes like a melon in his hands. It's brutal. Nice. Um, but I that to me, I was like, ah, you didn't have to do that. I don't know why. It just it just hit me in such like a. <laughs> I think in our culture of like we want big reveals, like because because that's what gets people talking, and they they need people to talk about the show. To get people to subscribe and yeah. watch it, he so takes his like, helmet off, right? And they're like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna, I gotta watch this," you know? Yeah. Um, the and also the stars week to week. There was like everyone was in the film. Like everyone loved being in it. Yeah. Uh, Jason Sudeikis was in it. Oh yeah, he was one of the. He was the guy who punched the bag. Punches the bag. <laughs> <laughs> punches a bag of Baby Yoda. I can't believe he punched Baby Yoda. Also, Baby Yoda, give me. I, I I'm 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 completely hooked. Hook line, I fucking crack up every time he's on the. Fu- he walks around. I'm laughing. He's holding a cup. I'm laughing. <laughs> eats a frog. He eats laughing. a frog. I'm laughing. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> Plays with a little ball. In uh, so somebody like somebody, uh, I saw like a meme that was like, uh, like I love Disney, but I will burn every park to the ground if they hurt Baby Yoda on that show. <laughs> there was a uh, so there's this company that helps independent bands get their music on Spotify and all that. And uh, they did a thing where you can put your song into the episode where Baby Yoda flips the switch and the Mandalorian <laughs> keeps turning it off. Yeah. And so, like, basically, the Baby Yoda flips the switch and your song comes on and then Baby Yoda turns it, and then Mandalorian turns it off and then Baby Yoda turns it back on again. And it really works with Glacier because we're, like, kind of, you know, especially, like, a loud and obnoxious part of our song. It's like Baby Yoda turns on something terribly loud and obnoxious <laughs> and then the Mandalorian turns it off. Yeah, the Mandalorian's right. <laughs> <laughs> Turn that shit off. Like, listen, I'm not raising no goth freak. <laughs> Where do you think they're going to go? Like, are they going to, is it, is Baby Yoda going to age? So before before we get to that, I do have a question for you because I'm not sure about something. Yeah. Um, in the episode with the young bounty hunter, um, there is a shadowy figure that's tracking them. Is that the guy at the end of the season or is, or is that a person yet to be known? Because he walks up, remember he discovers that woman's body, but they never show who it is. Oh, I don't the think big, it's the moth. Big moth theories is that that's Boba Fett. Oh, that's that's the fan theory that I've I've heard. But the thing is, is that only happens in one episode. Yeah. They never do it again. I don't know what that is. I could have missed something. I'm just not sure. I don't. Yeah, they definitely didn't come back to it, and and I'd actually forgotten about it until just now. <laughs> right, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like as big. They they spent time at the end of the episode to show this moment. And they never touched on it again. I, I I guess I had just assumed that it was just like some spy that was keeping an eye on them or something. But that no, no. It's got to be more than that. Yeah. So I just didn't know if, because um, you just asked, you know, where are they going to go with it? Is that where they're going? Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Good. <laughs> you can have anyone play Boba Fett. That's true. But he's dead. Just let, let Boba he's Fett He's not. He climbed dead. out of the Sarlacc pit. Oh, he was slowly digested over a thousand years. A thousand years? That's how long somebody loves somebody. Uh, and and um, so do you see the dark saber at the end? Apparently, that's from 
uh, was it Clone Wars or it's from some other Star Wars like show. Is that the one the Moth has? Yeah. The like black lightsaber. Yeah. And apparently it's like a thing that the Mandalorians have that was taken from them. There's just one dark saber. It's called the dark saber. And it like ties into Mandalorian lore from one of the Star Wars shows. So that's the, that's the, that's a big problem with this now is the, the, so when Disney bought like Lucas and stuff, and there's a whole catalog of stuff for, is it or is it not canon? And yeah, now you don't know because it's like <laughs> Disney. Disney pretty much said all this shit is no longer canon, but we are going to constantly when we take from those books, then it becomes canon. But then it's like, yeah, but now I want to know more about the dark saber, and I can only learn about it in this book that is no longer canon until you pull it in as canon. So that is a slight. So I guess it was. It's in the Clone Wars and subsequently reappearing in Star Wars Rebels. It's an ancient lightsaber created by the first Mandalorian to become a Jedi, and serves as a symbol of Mandalorian authority. Is it only in those two things? Because I guess those are both canon, and I sound like an idiot. Yeah, I mean you are an idiot, so I don't think anyone's disagreeing with you there. Uh, it's yada yada yada. Yeah, I think that's that's where it's from. Huh. Yeah. We, I haven't watched either of those things. I know. I feel like I should. I don't. Uh, I heard they're good, and I I like the Mandalorian so much that I'm like, maybe I just maybe I'm more of like a Star Wars series guy than the movies guy. Because movies, I was like, eh, eh sequel trilogy, prequel. You know, <laughs> on a whole, are, are there more bad Star Wars movies than good ones? Um, I don't know. I guess so. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know what it is about the movies that I like. I, I enjoy watching them, and I'm never not going to see them. But um, I think the movies need to be all things to all people, so they're very I, committee driven. I think that's a lot of the problem with this one is it's very committee. They got to do all the fan service. There's nothing. There's nothing interesting, or lo- you know, there's no love put into it. Right. Whereas, like in the shows, they can you know, especially Mandalorian, they can be so small and focus on this one thing, uh, and just tell interesting stories with it and they don't have to worry about like okay how does it fit into you know the whole dark side light side thing or is it lightsabers and luke skywalker right um so what do you think about the what do you think the 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 need for the child is why do you think it's such a pivotal thing of the show or like this essentially it's 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 the MacGuffin of the show right and i Initially thought that there was something about its ability to use the force that they were interested in manipulating. That's what I thought too. But then it seemed like they were going to kill it. Yeah. So maybe they have a belief that, you know, maybe if they eat it, they get its power or something weird like that. Or I don't know. It's kind of gory. <laughs> yeah. And also, I mean, we're, this takes place after what? After um, Jedi. After Return of the Jedi? Yeah. So, like, the, the remnants of the Empire are a mess. Right. This is bet- between Empire and First Order. Right. Okay. And I think, but there's the Moff with the Darksaber, whatever his name is, Moff something, Moff Gideon or something, he's definitely, he knows about the Force and is interested in what the Force can do because he's got that lightsaber, right? Yeah, he's got the lightsaber. He's not a Jedi. He's right. not, you know, a former Jedi. He's not a... He's not a Darth. Right. So, well, I don't know what he is. He's just like a high-ranking official from X-Empire. Right. Which is like, that's an, that's another question to be asked is, what what is the organizational structure of what this is? You know, like you said, the Empire is a mess. 
Yeah, I think the New Republic is, my understanding is the New Republic is trying to like put everything back together, but every, you know, it's a big galaxy. So it's a big ass galaxy. So there are places that are still loyal and messy. And so you've got these like factions of militias essentially that are controlled mm. by, cause you know, when he, in the first Star Wars, one of the things that Grand Moff Tarkin says is that the Galactic Senate has been disbanded. The last remnants of the old Republic are gone. Uh, and the regional governors maintain control of their individual territories. <laughs> what a poll. Not yeah, not, not. <laughs> what a pointed <laughs> pointed to, thing. Not to get too into the weeds on tiny bits of dialogue from a movie from 40 years ago, but uh so my understanding is that if they're putting together a new republic, there are still these regional governors everywhere that are like not interested in their new republic bullshit. Yeah. Um so do you, are we led to believe that the Mandalorian are now extinct or mostly or because I think that there are so this is probably one little pocket of them and there's probably little pockets of them in other places. I see. Um and uh, you know I think we'll probably see the armorer again. The 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 woman who made was making yeah. the armor for him. I think we'll probably she, see she her did, again. She wasn't killed. No, she, she beat the fuck out of people with hammers. A bunch of stormtroopers, yeah. Which is cool. Uh, so I bet we'll see her again, and maybe we'll see Boba Fett. Yeah. I also, one thing I do like about um, The Mandalorian is uh, <laughs> how much he uses his uh, blow, a blowtorch, blowtorch, his flamethrower. <laughs> yeah. Because um, a lot of times it doesn't do anything. <laughs> it's it's like, just like a reaction that he has. He's like, I'll use this. This will get me out of anything. Oh, yeah. fuck, it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Mandalorian lore. We see Jango Fett without his helmet all the time. In Attack of the Clones, true, but he is, is he a defector. Not a Mandalorian, but he he always, he wears the armor. Yeah, but I I think he I mean he's a he's a villain, so yeah. I don't think he gives a shit about the creed. I think it's just the fact that he's trained as a Mandalorian and his skill set is a Mandalorian, to which that's what they that's what they try to clone. Um, which you would think. They'd be unstoppable, but they can't hit a fucking shot. Terrible <laughs> aim. Yeah, can't oh, hit anything. That scene with them with the bad aim was real good. <laughs> yeah, when they're trying to shoot they something. They just like couldn't shoot that little teeny thing. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Come on, man. When I was watching that, I was like, maybe it's really hard to shoot one of those guns. And I was yeah. like, what am I saying? <laughs> this is a, why do I? Why did I just have that thought of like, oh, you know what? If, if I was firing a lightsaber, maybe it's a lightsaber. A fucking <laughs> a blaster. A blaster. Be freaking, maybe, maybe it's just like not calibrated right. Maybe the helmets are bad, right? Yeah, maybe. There's, there is that, again, I'm going to get a line from the first one, when they, they find the sand crawler and they're like, oh, it's made to look like st- sand people did this, but only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, Obi-Wan, have you ever seen an Imperial stormtrooper? Because they are not precise. Um, speaking of Obi-Wan, what do you think about uh, Kenobi coming up? I love... Ewan McGregor. Yeah, I do too. And I think that towards the end, he really leaned into it and was great. Uh, you were the chosen one. I have the high ground. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm pumped on that. I'm especially after watching the Mandalorian and seeing like, okay, they're doing some good ass shit here. My only fear with Kenobi versus the Mandalorian is Kenobi has such a heavier hand in the movies than like a Mandalorian does. So are they going to be tied to like, like you said, being things to all people? Yeah. Well, and I, I think that they have the the room there because like, what what was he doing 
on Tatooine? Like, was he like adventuring still? Like, was he just a crazy old hermit? Just yeah. laying pipe. Well, he definitely spent some time at Mos Eisley. <laughs> hey, <laughs> he knew that cantina pretty well. Yeah. Um. So I, I, the Mandalorian was amazing. I can't wait for season two. It's already being filmed. Um, or it might be done. I don't even know. I think filming now is my understanding. Yeah, I hope they never stop. And if they do, I'll be pissed. <laughs> I'll be pissed. No, they can stop uh, right before you die. And then, then when you die. <laughs> yeah, when I'm done, no one does anything else, okay? Yeah. I want everything to stop because I'd be so mad if I missed out on stuff. You'd definitely haunt. I would. Oh, man, I'd love to haunt the IMAX in Reading. <laughs> That's all I would do. Not Disney World. You'd haunt the <sighs> Haunted Mansion in Disney World. <laughs> I don't know where I would haunt. It's a good question. Top five places you'd want to haunt. That's, oh, a, that's a good top five topic. Yeah, I'll have is. to put it on the list. Uh, so, rule sucks. I'm saying it rules real hard. Yeah, it definitely rules. I'm super curious as to what they're going to do next. Yeah, and I don't even care. Even if it was like, if if, they were, if the next season was 12 episodes long and only four of them had to do with the overarching story and eight of them were episodes of the week, I don't care. I'll watch it because I, I liked it. I, it helped that there wasn't a lot of episodes and that they were short. Yeah, that's it true, It wasn't too. like this huge commitment. You're just like, oh, I'll just throw on the Mandalorian. Let's watch Mando. We didn't even talk about him. Mando. <laughs> he was great, though. <laughs> yeah. He was great. He was... How come people were taken out by Bill Burr, but not by- <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it was like Apollo Creed is like, uh, Mando. It's a, we, uh, come on, we're friends, Mando. Oh, Mando. Mando. Um, oh, I, I, one more thing. The R2 unit on the River of Lava. Oh, when he like, stands up. Legs and stuff. Was like, <laughs> scary. I was like, Jesus Christ. Looks like Goro with an R2 <laughs> unit on it. Oh, boy. Okay, that's all I got. Yeah, I said it rules, It man. rules. Thank you. Yeah, thanks so much. And uh, that's our episode. Oh, I'm a stupid idiot. Uh, check out the other shows. Check out Over Under Fair on the Make Fun Network. Check out Top 5 of Death. Check out Encyclocomica, uh, Kitty Cat Paws Cast, and, uh, Anachronismo. Check them all out. You can get all that information at makefun.network. Become a fun butt on the Facebook and search for Make Fun Network and join there. And as always, if it doesn't rule, it sucks.